And welcome to Dave and Jeremiah Read Scripture. Yes, we do. This is my story. This is my song. Praise to my Savior all day long. All the day long. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to start from me. I'm starting in James. There's a whole passage I'm going to read, verse 2 through 8. I'm going to specifically look at verses 5 through 6. Let's start off verse 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all that they do. And verse 5 is, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Ask God for wisdom. That's been a thing right now is don't be afraid to ask God for what you need. I'm not trying to like ride on what you talked about yesterday. No, do but it. Like oh that my is gosh. definitely a big thing because you'll get to points in life where you don't know what to do. And you'll be like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Or these are some things that I'm wanting to do. But it's vital that you stop and ask God for wisdom. How am I supposed to attack this situation? How am I supposed to affect this relationship? How am I supposed to do anything in this life? Because if you don't stop and ask the source, what's going on? What am I trying to do? What do you need me to do? Because at times you could just be really running around trying to do your own thing. When you get to where you're doubting, if you start asking God, you're like, hey God, can I do this? Can I have this? Like, hey God, this is something that I desire. Let, let's go. What are we doing to get to that point? If it's like, still account to you, you're like, she's like, hey dad, can I have this, you know, donut? But she's like, my dad doesn't really want me to have a donut. And he doesn't really, yeah. You're not, why are you asking? Like, that's the biggest thing. Why are you wasting your time asking for this thing that you don't think you can have or you're deserving of? Because mm -hmm. that's a huge thing. That's the big thing to me that stands out, especially when he says, uh, ask for wisdom and he'll give it abundantly without finding fault mm -hmm. in you. I think a lot of people skip over that because yes. we all struggle with what you're exactly talking about. About Well, I mean, I don't... This is dumb. He's not going to waste his time helping me in this thing or whatever. He's not going to find fault ever at all. At all. Because you're his child. He loves you. You are something that he created. You are a person and a being and a spirit that he created and loves entirely. He gave his only begotten son for you. Like, there is nothing you can do to separate yourself from the love of God. And if that's the case... Why can't you confidently walk up in that courtroom and be like, hey, I'm going home with this, I'm going home with this, and I'm going home with this. And he's going to knock on that, doop, doop, court is adjourned, we're going, let's go. We're getting to you as soon as possible. Like, do not be afraid to walk in the freedom of having what is needed for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, and one of the things that I think in that book that always stood out to me in that portion was... Um, Taking time to figure out if I think he would find fault. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I don't think any of us... I, I, it took me a long time to actually pause and think about it like that. Like, okay, yeah, I'll just ask God for wisdom. But 
Okay, pause for a second. Do you think he's going to give you what you're asking for? Mm-hmm. If there's any doubt in there, is it because of you? Are you doubting, well, I mean, I just did this thing. I just cussed this lady out at work, and I just was shady on this thing, and I had to lie to that one dude so he didn't get mad at me because I was supposed to do the thing I forgot about. So we always judge ourselves on all the stuff that we've done, and we figure, well, he's the ultimate judge. He's got to be judging us. What if he's not? What if the blood of Jesus covered all that, and he's telling us, ask me, and I'm not going to find fault in you. That's so big. It's really big. It's something that I think a lot of people need to start walking in to have a fuller life. Yeah. To have more appreciation for what we have and what we can what we can attain through the blood of Christ. Man, that's like so once big. you live in that freedom and once you can ask him and be like, This is gonna come in your timing, like it will come in his timing. Sometimes it's like this, sometimes it's like three days from now, five years from now, ten years from now. But as long as you're like, Hey God, this is what I need, this is what I want. I put it out there, all right, I'm going to keep doing what you told me to do. So that way I'm just continually living and doing what you asked me to do. And it'll come at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be okay with that and not doubt that. Because mm-hmm. of that last verse, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Don't be double-minded and unstable in all that you do. And notice where it starts. Think about this. He wasn't talking about everything in life. Oh, that's true. Uh, that's another thing I pointed out too. Right? Is wisdom. Like, knowing what to do. And, and, and think about what he says there. All he's saying is that if you ask God for wisdom, and then you doubt that he's going to give that to you, that alone shows that you're double-minded in everything. Yes. Because <laughs> wisdom is something that you shouldn't even doubt about. It's just Why like... Why wouldn't he give it to you? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Marinate in that one. That's yeah. rough. <laughs> I'm going to stop there. Solomon... He all he asked for was wisdom. Yeah, and God was like, wow. and the things that he did with that, just that. Holy smokes, so good, man. So I came in here thinking I was gonna do one thing, and then as we're talking, I'm like, nope, we're doing something else. Cool. Um, uh, so this has been on my heart for me personally. So I'm not necessarily sharing something I've studied. Like I'm gonna share X scripture today. Mm-hmm. It was very much like God brought me to it a few weeks ago, and I've kind of been marinating in it for my own kind of things I'm going through. Starting in the book of Daniel, there's a story about where he uh, has this crazy dream, and he's legit shaken by it. And he asked God the next morning, you got to give me wisdom on this thing. Like, I got to know what this means because there is some treacherous things that I saw, and I want to make sure to protect those I love, protect our country, protect our city. Please give me wisdom. So he fasts and prays for 21 days. On day 21, this angel shows up. It's like, hey, hi, yeah, sorry for the delay. But the moment you prayed, I was sent from heaven with the answer. But this big, huge demon called the Prince of Persia, who's ruling that particular area of the air in the spirit, held me and bound me from getting to you until God sent the archangel Michael to come down here to loose me and free me to come to you with this answer. Number one, it shows a big spiritual battle for stuff we ask for. That many times we think God's mean, God's angry at me, I'm not enough, I'm blah, blah, blah. And it's a straight up spiritual war for answers to get to us or not. Because remember, the devil's absolute number one purpose is to separate us from God. If he can just get us thinking 
any sort of anything that causes distance, that's the only thing that makes them even the slightest bit accomplished. Why is this so vital? Because the words the angel used, and there's different translations. Some things say, you know, set me free, and some say loosed and whatever. But the interesting thing is in different translations, it's the same words in Daniel that are used by the angel that Jesus uses in Matthew where he says, I'm, gonna, I'm about to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Now, this is literally like somebody having a Lamborghini and going, hey, I'm going to give you the keys to my Lambo. Yeah. And then, then him like dropping them in your hands and you being able to literally walk out the door and drive that Lambo wherever you want, right? Like, that's legit. That's legit. Here's the keys to the Lambo. It's, most it's not figurative, right? Like, yeah. he literally hands them to you. So that's what Jesus is doing right now. About to give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. He gives a bridge and a relation to what happens in the physical and what happens in the spiritual, right? Then he says, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Think about the words the angel said. I was sent from heaven immediately, but this demon bound me, wrestled me, tackled me, got me down, bound me because he's a big old dude. And I couldn't get to you until God sent his number one. The Bible says Michael, the archangel, is the number one. Mm -hmm. He sent his number one to come down, to free that answer, to come down and give it to Daniel. How many things have we prayed for that are bound up? Like we just said, Lord, give me wisdom, right? Have we said, Lord, I bind confusion because you said that confusion is not of you, so I bind it in Jesus' name. When you say it here on earth, those words become things and release the powers of heaven to do what you've asked in the Spirit. So that principle is vital because Jesus didn't say, hey, I'm about to give you something that's going to work sometimes. <laughs> Think about that madness. He literally wasn't like, hey, dude, there's this trick I use sometimes. I mean, once in a while, like at least 30% of the time, it we crush. <laughs> I have this car that will start like <laughs> once in a while. It'll stop on me every three out of ten jumps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the type of car I drive. <laughs> but he literally said the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. That is a big, heavy statement. Mm-hmm. So what have we asked for? Have we asked for provision? Have we asked for healing? Have we asked for wisdom? Have we asked for an answer to a situation? Have we asked for direction? Have we asked for guidance? Have we asked for the idea that God will give us to bring in the massive amounts of finances to change the world like we want? Have we asked, oh God, who, do, who lead me to who has that money? Mm-hmm. But we ha- we're not hearing the answer. Could it be that that answer was already sent? Mm-hmm. An angel was sent. The Holy Spirit coming on down and here's the devil spinning your world, spinning the other worlds of other people around so crazily that it can't get to you. Are we binding up the enemy and loosing his answer? Are we giving ourselves the reality check that there really truly is a spiritual realm that we have not only access to, but authority over because of what Jesus did. That's the jam for me, Mm -hmm. is that it's legit not what is happening to you. It's what you can command to happen. Because God gave us dominion over all the earth. There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. And for those who are like, well, I mean... I actually heard a religious person say this argument one time, right? Yeah. I don't know about this whole, like, (laughs) dominion over the spirit, because if you think about it... Um, you can't have dominion over something that you haven't been, 
or that you haven't seen or that you haven't been in and 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 functioned uh why that's it's just not possible i was like oh well in that case then jesus is not allowed to have dominion over females because he never had a period <laughs> but then you also shouldn't be allowed to have the holy spirit right because their nix is that too mm-hmm. right like that whole argument is such idiocy because it goes against what Jesus said. I'm yeah, I've done all these things, but you will even do greater things than I. Mm-hmm. Look at all the stuff he did, he and did. that's not even everything that was even recorded right. of him. So, I think we've got to to wrap our mind around the truth that we have more authority than we give ourselves power for. Daniel was an example, a spiritual example of what Jesus was talking about in the New Testament, confirming what happened in Daniel, allowing us to be able to have some authority that we didn't know we had. Mm -hmm. And I think as believers, especially in this day and age, we got to make sure we we, got to get praying. Yeah. We got to bind some stuff. We got to lose some stuff to be able to really function and accomplish what God wants us to do. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it always is. I don't know. Always is the word, baby. It's the word. So join Jeremiah and Dave next time and we're going to... Continue reading some of that sweet, sweet scripture. We are, we are. Share this with some friends who need some word, too. All, share it on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Love yourself. Love everybody else. Take dominion over your world. And we'll see you in the next episode. Peace!